0: Welcome back to another episode of the Rama Rundown. It's your host, Peter Ramakrishnan. It's been a while since I last recorded. I think the last time that I picked up the mic was over the summer. And now it's the last day of my junior year. Oh, sorry, my first semester of junior year here at VCU. I actually took my last final today, Evolution. But as I said before, a lot has changed. I've been thinking about a lot recently, and I wanted to share that with you guys. Even if one person can take away something positive or learn from my mistakes or anything that I've said, then all of this is worth it. And so I'm always willing to share what's on my mind. But what I want to talk about today is it's okay to be alone. And there's a difference between learning how to be alone in loneliness. I wanna preface this conversation by saying that I'm not some great philosopher and I don't have all the answers to like universal questions or anything like that. And I don't even think I'm right most of the time. These are just perspectives and beliefs I had from the experiences that I've had and not saying that they're right or they're wrong. But hopefully you can use my perspectives and my experiences to help make some meaning of yours or hopefully live you, let you live a better life or the best life that you can. With that being said, I'm going to start with saying that all my life, my greatest fear has been being alone. No matter where I go, who I talk to, I can't shake this fear of being alone one day. I've had so many great relationships with friends, families, with people that I've had crushes on, with mentors, teachers. I've had all these great relationships, and I still haven't been able to shake this fear until now. I think this fear stemmed from my childhood. As many of you know, I had speech delay as a kid growing up. And speech delay, while I was going through that, I could understand what other kids around me were talking about. I heard their conversations about their favorite superhero or their favorite TV show or what they like to eat, but I could never join in. I could never express myself. I could never be part of them. And that made me feel, you know, that made me feel lonely. It was very frustrating. It was very sad. No matter how much I wanted to be part of the group, I couldn't, I physically couldn't muster the words. Express myself and try to be included. Inclusion is one hell of a drug. But one day I met a speech therapist, and I wish I could remember her name because I know one day, looking back on my whole life, she's going to be one of the most influential people in my whole life because she changed everything. She really did. She was patient, she was understanding, she was very caring day by day. Every day, I laid one brick, and then we laid another, and then another, until we started to build the foundations, word by word, sentence by sentence, my thoughts became words that I could express to others. I learned how to express myself through learning grammar, syntax, phonetics, She gave me the tools that I need to communicate with others and to not feel lonely anymore, to be part of the group. And I don't even know where to begin with thanking her for that and thanking other people like her. That makes such a big impact in a child's life because as many of you know me now, I can't go a second without talking. So I think about this person a lot and how one person can have such a big impact on the course of another person's life. And so from that day on, I made it my goal to make sure that others don't feel alone because I knew what it was to be on that side of the coin. I knew what it was like to want to be part of something, but I couldn't, to not know how to express yourself, to not be listened to or not be understood. <laughs> Honestly, it felt very helpless. And I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. And I'll make sure that anybody I know and I care about doesn't feel that way. Because it's a horrible feeling. Being lonely is one of the worst feelings that you could ever have. But in my goal to make others not feel alone, I think that it was very misguided. And a lot of stubbornness I had towards achieving that goal is actually ignorance. Looking at it honestly. The whole reason that I'm talking to you guys about this now is that one of my close friends had a relative that recently passed away and we got to talking and he told me something that was very impactful. He said that it doesn't matter what you take to the grave. It matters what you leave behind. And his relative that passed away was not the most liked or did not have the best reputation. But when he went to that funeral, he saw so many people that showed out to pay their respects and to see this man off one more time. And these are people that my friend didn't even recognize. And so it goes to show that people don't remember what you say to them or what you do, but they remember how you made them feel. And this man who had passed away had left such an impact on so many lives around him. And it got me to thinking about what legacy am I leaving behind? What lives am I, am I impacting? And so my prayers go out to my friend and his family. They're amazing people, and I love them so much. And I'm glad that I could take some light from, from this loss and hopefully live my life better and continue the legacy of this relative and pay it forward. But I want to emphasize again that it's okay to be alone. Some of looking back on some of, our, uh, some of our history, some of the greatest works in our history are done alone. Henry David Thoreau, famous author, wrote, "Walden," in Our Life in the Woods, while living alone for two years at a pond. Thomas Edison stated that the best thinking has been done in solitude. And Nikola Tesla wrote, Be alone. That is the secret of invention. Be alone. That is when ideas are born. In my head, I used to think that loneliness and being alone were the same things. And although they are grammatically, there can't be, they couldn't be more different now. Being alone is extremely important. We learn so much from being alone and that is where our creative side is unlocked a lot of the times when you're alone you get to learn so much about yourself i'll preface this by saying that chaos and uncertainty dominates a lot of our lives and so things that we can find to be certain we should hold on to and one thing that i can say for certain is that the only person that's going to be there for you from your first breath until your last is yourself. So, if you're going to live life, you better learn how to live with yourself, better learn how to love yourself and how to understand yourself, because that's the one person that's going to be there for you, guaranteed from beginning to end. And being alone gives you the opportunity to do that. And from learning about yourself, so many things become unlocked in your life the more you know about who you are as a person what you value what you're looking for what you want makes the game of life even easier makes it so much simpler makes it easier to roll the die to take a chance to leap without looking because at the end of the day you know that you have yourself and that you're going to be okay We go through so many things on a day-to-day basis that stress ourselves out. I feel like a lot of those things can be resolved if we just take the time to remind ourselves that no matter what happens, we're going to be all right. No matter what happens with your job interview or with your test that you just failed, we're going to be okay at the end of the day because we have ourselves. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that it's not important to have a supporting cast or a group of trusted individuals that you look to in times of need. But there's going to be a day in my life and everybody's life where you won't have somebody to turn to, to cling to for strength, to look to for hope. And you're going to have yourself. And on that day, you're going to need to be able to pull yourself up and take yourself up from the bottom. And learning how to be by yourself and learning how to be alone and be okay with being alone, be comfortable with it, is going to make it easier to connect with others. How I see it, our lives, what gives our life purpose and meaning is the interactions that we have, the connections we get with other people, the intimacy that we build, the relationships that we form. Our interactions and our connection that we build with other people unlock a large range of emotions that we can can feel. We can feel love. We can feel loss, happiness, anger, jealousy, bitterness. All these good and bad emotions are fully unlocked when we really take the time to connect and interact with others. And if you're living life without knowing how to be alone or knowing how to be by yourself, you're living life with one hand, one hand tied behind your back. And although you get to express these emotions, you do not get to enjoy the full rage of them otherwise. As soon as you learn how to be comfortable being alone and being okay being alone, the gates are open. You feel these emotions a lot more intensely in a good way, and sometimes it's in a bad way. But at least you're living life to its fullest. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be taking more risks. You're going to be grabbing what you want. Because you know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. I know I keep saying that, but that's just how important it is to me. And hopefully, it is to you. One of my favorite quotes of all time was Joseph Conrad's quote in A Heart of Darkness. He said that we live as we dream alone. And I've thought about this quote a lot over the last couple of years and how I interpret it is always changing. But how I see it now is that we, we do not necessarily live alone, but we are the only people that are going to truly understand our world. No matter how much time and effort we try to, we put into trying to explain our world to other people or trying to make it tangible or verbalize it. No one's going to truly understand what we go through on a day-to-day basis, the little doubts that creep in the back of our mind, the small things that make us happy. No one can fully understand that except for ourselves. No one knows what we're capable of. No one knows what our potential is, what our limits are, except for ourselves. And so the, the more of a priority... We take into investing time into being alone. The more we get out of it. And trust me, every second you invest in learning how to be alone. Comes back and is rewarded tenfold. Everything you do. That job interview that stressed you out before. You're going to go in feeling more confident. Knowing that you have yourself at the end of the day. And that you're going to be okay. You're going to be more comfortable being yourself. And accepting what the results are. So with all of that being said, I want to go back to why I started this conversation. My goal was to make others not feel alone. And I feel like this goal was misguided, even though it was a noble goal. Because by doing this, I'm only providing short-term solutions to a long-term problem feel like every time in my life that I've been sad or I've been lost, I've always looked to someone else for help. And although their words and their presence have made me feel cared for or made me feel understood, the problem would always rear up again somewhere down the road. And I was only prolonging the inevitable. The only way to truly fix that problem issue was to learn how to be by myself and be okay with being by myself and so I realized what I was doing was wrong it's not my place to make others not feel alone because there's gonna come a day where I might not be there for them I might not be there to understand or to listen to them when they really need it for whatever circumstance, because it's unrealistic to expect that. Like I said, chaos dominates so much of our lives. I can't guarantee that I'm going to be there for all my friends, even though as much as I would want to guarantee that I can. But what I can do is to give other people the tools that they need, the support that they need to learn how to be alone. And with that, no matter whether I'm there for them or whether I'm not, they're going to be okay. With those tools, it's going to be easier for them to connect with others, therefore. So I want to take this time to apologize in my past school. If I ever made you feel unimportant by trying to understand and listen to you, but then seeing those efforts diminish over time, I feel like I have a, a little wanderlust with my goal. I will want to try and affect as many people as I can because that's how I find meaning in my life. And so sometimes... And sometimes that means moving on from one person to the next, trying to help a new person. And so I'm sorry if I made you feel that you aren't important anymore or you aren't cared for anymore if I talk to you less and less. That's not my intention. My intention is to make you feel understood and cared for. And now, hopefully, I can make you feel that you have the tools to be alone and be confident in who you are as a person. And then from that, you can make the connections you need because everybody deserves to find a circle of people that they love and they can care for and that they can go to if they need help. And so that is my goal now. I want to give other people the tools to learn how to be alone, be okay being alone, be comfortable being alone. And through being alone, they get the opportunity to learn about themselves, love themselves, and be better at making connections. One last thing I want to talk about that I've been thinking about recently a lot with the 25th anniversary of my parents, is the idea of love. Talked about love with a lot of people. What is love? What's the difference between love and true love? I think that, before I talk about love, I wanna talk about purpose. I feel like in all of our lives, we have a purpose that we define for ourselves. And this purpose is not predetermined when we are born. It's not fate. It's not something that can't be changed, but given what we know about ourselves and what makes us happy, we define this purpose as becomes our goal in our life. And it goes past our, sometimes it has to do with their career. Sometimes it goes past that in my life, my goal right now, I have two goals. My first goal is to be the best version of myself every day. I want to be a better redo today than I was the day before. And the day before that, I do that not for myself, but for the people around me because I think they deserve the best out of me. Hopefully, me being the best version of myself can help them live their best lives and help them become the best versions of their, their selves. And that's my first goal. My second goal, like I just said, is to not just make other people not feel alone, but make them feel okay with being alone because that's the more sustainable, that's the more right thing to do. I don't want people to have to rely on me, even though it's a good feeling. It's a selfish thing to do. I realized that's what I was doing. And so I want other people to be okay and be confident in themselves. That's my goal. And so when I talk about love, true love lets you accomplish these goals. They don't get in the way of these goals. I've heard a lot of stories about how people have a calling or a purpose and then they're scared to do it, they're scared to pursue it because they're scared that love's gonna get in the way of it. And love's gonna force them to settle down. A lot of people say that love is a death of duty. I feel like true love conquers that. True love will never get in the way of you being the best version of yourself or you achieving what you feel like your life's purpose is. Not like that. From thinking about true love. The best metaphor I can give is a gardener to a flower. You are the flower and the love, the true love that other people, that one person or that group of people give to you and you give to others. It's like that of a gardener. The gardener doesn't try to change how the flower looks or the smell of the flower or the colors of the flower. The gardener gives the flower the resources it needs to flourish into its best self. A true love will never change who you are or ask you to change who you are or, you, or what you want to become. They won't do that. The true love will give you the stuff, the resources, the attention, the confidence you need to pursue that flower, to become that flower, to blossom, to bloom. And so any love that gets in the way of that is not true love. And that I know for certain. So that's been a lot of things I've been thinking about recently. Like I said, it's always good to take a step back and look at the man in the mirror and reflect on what your goals are in life. But if there's anything I want you to take away from this is that it's okay to be alone. And being alone can be a good thing. And you learn a lot from being alone. So don't be scared of it. Loneliness is bad. But being alone can be good and be very uh, valuable so i appreciate you guys listening to my thoughts like i said i get i get happiness from understanding and listening to others so if you have something that you really are passionate about or you really care about please reach out to me I'm, i would love to hear about it and talk about it and try to understand you better make you feel understood and maybe even get you on the podcast and we can talk about it. But until then, I hope you guys have a great holiday season. One week until Christmas. So please take that time to spend with your loved ones, your family, your friends, and the other people that you really care for in your life. And just maybe for me, take a little bit of time to just be alone, to relax a little bit. Take a step back from all the things that are happening in your everyday life. And maybe just take a little bit of time to get to know yourself better. Because I'm telling you, the rewards will be reaped tenfold. (laughs) But until next time, stay frosty, guys.